everybody. Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is January 18th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block, which is Doctrine and Covenants, sections 3 through 5. Yesterday we talked a little bit about how the works and the designs of God can't be frustrated by the mistakes and the designs of man. And then we talked a little bit more about verse 5, where it says, Behold, you have been entrusted with these things. I asked you to think about what are the things that God has entrusted you with. And then we talked a little bit more about our callings or our families. But as I was rereading this today and it said, Behold, you have been entrusted with these things, I had a different thought or a different take on things that we have been entrusted with. And that thought was, we have been entrusted with our testimonies and we have been entrusted with our gifts and our talents. So what does that mean? What kind of responsibility does that give us? If God has entrusted me with my testimony, what does he expect because of that? Or if God has entrusted me with my gifts and my talents, what does he expect from me because he entrusted me with that? So now thinking of it that way, that we've been entrusted with gifts, or we've been entrusted with talents, or we've been entrusted with our testimonies, let's take a look at verse 7. It says, For behold, you should not have feared man more than God, although men said it not the counsels of God and despise his words. So we've been entrusted with these gifts and talents and testimonies, but do we sometimes fear man more than God as we try to exercise those things? As we've been commanded to share the gospel, are we more worried about what our fellow men think than we are about what our Heavenly Father thinks? As we seek to use the gifts and the talents that he's given us to build his kingdom and to bring others to Christ, are we more concerned about getting embarrassed or getting shut down than we are about doing what our Heavenly Father would have us do? Keeping his commandments, using the talents that he has given us. When it comes to our talents and our testimonies, I think it is vital that we strive to please our Father in heaven more than we strive to protect ourselves from our fellow men. Elder Hales once said, as we follow the Savior, he blesses us with gifts, talents, and the strength to do his will, allowing us to go beyond our comfort zones and do things we never before thought possible. So when we're thinking about the things that the Lord has entrusted us with, we need to remember that the Lord has also entrusted us with those gifts and with those talents, but that he's also entrusted us with the strength to use those things, the ability to think more about God and his desires and his commandments than we do about our fellow men and what they may think. I feel like this is one of those things that comes more with age. It's one of those things that takes a lot of practice. But as we look to our Father in Heaven for our validation and our esteem, then we can stop worrying so much about obtaining those things from our fellow men. And as we do that, as we're looking to God for our esteem and for our validation, that's when we can look to God and fear God more than we fear men. In 2004, Elder Christofferson gave a talk which is monumental. I think every teacher and parent and leader should read this talk. It's incredible. It's called A Sense of the Sacred. And in that talk, Elder Christofferson says, there are many places in the scriptures that counsel mankind to fear God. 
In our day, we generally interpret the word fear as respect or reverence or love. That is, the fear of God means the love of God or respect for Him and His law. That may often be a correct reading, but I wonder if sometimes fear doesn't really mean fear, as when the prophets speak of fearing to offend God by breaking His commandments. We should so love and reverence Him that we fear doing anything wrong in His sight, whatever may be the opinions or pressures from others. Now, I love that thought. I love that idea. And as I read it, I almost interpret it as we should be more concerned about disappointing our Father in Heaven than we are about pleasing our fellow men. But we are all human, and we're all going to make mistakes in all the things that we're entrusted with. We're going to make mistakes in our callings. We're going to make mistakes in our efforts to love and to minister to others. We're going to make mistakes in our parenting. We're going to make mistakes in fearing man and not using our testimonies and our talents the way Heavenly Father would have us do. We are going to make mistakes. That is absolutely inevitable. Remember, God never designed his plan thinking that we were going to be perfect and then would return home. He designed his plan understanding that we would be human, that we would err, that we would screw up. And he designed his plan in a way to account for that. And so look at what it says in verse 10. He says, but remember, God is merciful. Therefore, repent of that which thou hast done, which is contrary to the commandment which I gave you. And thou art still chosen and art again called to the work. There is so much in that scripture that I absolutely love. First of all, God just doesn't say, hey, God is merciful and repent. He asked Joseph to remember that God is merciful. My friends, I think of all the different things that we could remember throughout our day, all the different things that fight for attention in our mind and with our time. But of all the things that we could remember in our day, this is probably the greatest. No matter what you're doing, no matter where you are, remember that God is merciful. Remember that God delights in forgiving his children. Remember that he will continue to reach out that arm of mercy and love towards us. No matter what we're doing, no matter where we are, no matter how many things are fighting for our memory or for our attention, let's all try harder to always remember that God is merciful. Above all else, God is merciful. And because God is merciful, remember that word therefore. I love that word therefore. It means because of that. So it's saying, remember God is merciful. And because he's merciful, because of that, repent of what you've done. Because God delights in forgiving, because God is happy to forgive and to embrace, just repent. Repent of what you've done. Sometimes we complicate repentance. We complicate the process of changing and returning to God. But really, it's simple. Elder Holland said, it takes exactly as long to repent as it takes you to say, I'll change and mean it. Repentance is the process of change. It's the process of wanting to change. Because if you and I remember the mercy of God, if we can keep that at the forefront of our mind, then as we sin, as we make mistakes, we become quick to change, quick to desire change, quick to turn to the Savior for that change. President Nelson said, when we choose to repent, we choose to change. 
We allow the Savior to transform us into the best version of ourselves. We choose to grow spiritually and receive joy, the joy of redemption in Him. When we choose to repent, we choose to become more like Jesus Christ. That's the invitation that the Lord is constantly extending. That invitation to turn to Him, to desire change, and then to turn that habit or that sin or that mistake over to Him so that He can change our hearts, so that He can make us better, so that His grace and His mercy and His goodness can reach into our lives and make us more. That is the mercy of God. That is His power. And in one form, that is His work and His glory. Because as He forgives, as He extends mercy, as He allows the atonement of Jesus Christ to change our lives and our hearts, He is bringing to pass the immortality and the eternal life of all of us. Oftentimes in our world, change is looked on as being a bad or a negative thing. But my friends, change, true change, should be something that we aspire to daily. Daily changes, daily repentance, daily turning towards the Lord so that he can make us more. And as we do that, and as we keep the commandments of God, we are called to the work. We are able to do the things with which God has entrusted us. We're able to more fully magnify our callings, to more fully love our families, to more fully bear testimony of his grace and mercy, and to more fully use the gifts and talents which he has given us without fear, but with faith in God. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.